There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Loose Lips with me, Georgie Porter, and Sharon, what looks like she's in a new area of her house. I'm, I'm guessing it's, <laughs> it's a cupboard. Are you in the cupboard? <laughs> I'm in the cupboard. How did you know? It's, it's a little claustrophobic in here. <laughs> yeah, you sat on the shelf. You're uh, on the shelf. Basically as good as, yeah. This is actually my office area. And um, uh, if anyone's watching the video that goes along with this, uh, I've got a Titanic poster and I'm very, very proud of it, I have to say. Yeah. One of my favorite movies of all time. Still in love with Leonardo DiCaprio. It's an incredible film. Do you remember when it first came out? I remember like people at school, I think it was in primary school. I remember us all just talking about it, yeah. like like loads and loads. And, and obviously going to watch it again. Like how many times have you seen it, Sharon? Five times in the in the movie theater, in the cinema. I went five times. <laughs> like that's how much I love this movie. And at that point in time, I didn't think about the fact that, okay, uh, it's funny. It says on the, on the poster, nothing on earth could come between them, but a door did, right? Because remember the whole thing. They was, both could fit on yeah, they could both, <laughs> that door came between them. <laughs> yeah. Like as like you do always think of that moment, don't you? You just think you'd have never have let him go like that. Like you'd have never have let him go to the sea if you really surely <laughs> to the bottom you, of the ocean. Yeah, like you'd cling on to him for dear life and even want his body, even if it was frozen, you'd take like carry it with you. Yeah. <laughs> well, remember she had to like peel his hand off her hand. Yeah. Because his, his hand was like frozen to her hand yeah, and they both yeah. like, I guess they both fell asleep and then he died. Do you know, I've got some um, like cool, gossipy, cool connection. Really? Um, the guy who played, Ty the guy who, I think he rang the bell in Titanic when the iceberg was there. I think it's that guy. Oh, the dude. Yeah, he was like, a ship he wasn't a shipmate. He was like. He wasn't the captain, but he was, yes. I, a boatman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he played Theresa McQueen, who I play his dad in Hollyoaks. <gasps> really? That was your dad? Oh <laughs> I God. think it was a dad. There was this big storyline where he needed a kidney or something and she gave him a kidney and then he didn't want the kidney. So she gave a kidney to someone else. So Theresa got one kidney. I know it's, it's a very complicated. I can't remember. It's like you could have told me before they took the kidney out of my body. Thank you very much. Like these are things we need to know in advance. Yeah, but it is him from Titanic, and that's what I always remember. Oh, I love him. I love yeah. all of them, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. So I have a bunch of 
movie posters around my mm. my place. So that's my whole thing. That's like my art in my place is movie posters and one TV poster, which is Sex in the City. But it's like keeping me in that Hollywood mindset, you know? Oh yeah, it's good. It's yeah, good. Yeah. And then you'll have your own posters with your own face on it. Yeah. Maybe we should get a loose lips Ooh. poster. Oh, we should totally get a loose lips yeah. poster. <gasps> Just hinting to the Lucy. producers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'd put that up. I'd totally yeah. put that. That would be my new piece of art. Um, so, Georgie, what have you been up to? Well, what have I been doing? I've been working. I've been watching a lot of telly. I must say, I've watched the Marilyn Monroe documentary. Have okay. you managed to see that? That's not the CNN one. No, I think it's on Netflix. Okay. This one. It's the it's the tapes. So it's oh. all voices from people that she knew. And this guy was like, I'm going to be three months investigating on Marilyn Monroe. And then it ended up being three years. And it ends up going to the death of her. Like, so that she apparently wasn't on her own. Things didn't add up, apparently, is what he's saying. And wow, her actual death kind of, he's saying that, well, I mean, there's a bit of confusion, but I think I got it, that like the Kennedys were involved and because she knew about a lot of things, like mm. they let her into a lot of secrets. Because of and JFK so she knew, and that affair. Mm, and yeah. yeah, and she knew too much basically and they bugged her house and so they heard them there and basically her body was taken in an ambulance, died, but then they brought her back and put her back in a house dead. You gotta watch it. It's wow, kind of okay. Yeah, it's like a thing of like, wow. You, Joe well, You feel for her a bit more. You feel a bit more sad because you think, gosh, she's been through a lot. She was an orphan. Oh, stuff. So you really find out a, a lot of stuff that's not sort of commonly known. I uh, yeah, did you see? You saw the Met Gala and Kim Kardashian. How do you feel about the, this? The How? Kim Kardashian, the uh, Marilyn Monroe dress. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. So mm. I've been using TikTok lately, right? I just started really using it. And yeah. so I've had a number of viral videos. And like one, the most viral was a video of Kim talking about the dress. And people are, I mean, there are like 20,000 comments on that yeah. video. And there are some people who love it. There are some people who are very upset about the situation. Yeah. I... I don't mind. I mean, I think that, you know, we sort of have to come to terms at this point with, and it was a struggle for me, to be honest, mm. but I think we have to sort of come to terms with the fact that, you know, Kim Kardashian is this icon. I mean, part of the reason this is the most viral yeah. video I have, right, it's 13 million people have watched it. It's because... They care so much about her and whether they don't like mm. her or whether they do like her, they care about her enough to watch the video and to comment on it. And I've posted a lot of other stuff, but that is the one that just went absolutely yeah. nuts. So, you know, there's another Kim video I posted that went viral as well. And um, they just love to talk about her. People are just completely fascinated with this yeah. woman. They whether don't like her for sure, whether it's yeah. good or bad. So. I think that why not bring the dress out of retirement for a night as long as it's not being damaged? Um, yeah. And it sounds like they were really careful about it because she said there were armed guards. Apparently it's worth like $4 million. And she wore a second uh, Marilyn Monroe dress as yeah, well. Yeah, she put another one The green one. Now I'm like, well, hold on a minute. Like, so, and then also, didn't she put a replica on of the dress? So she wasn't actually in it for the whole Exactly. Because it wouldn't even do up at the back. So she had to use a, a coat 
Like it was, uh, a fur, I mean, I hope it was faux fur, you know me. But um, mm. it, it was some sort of fur coat that she had that was kind of draping off her shoulders and it covered like the butt area mm. where I think they just had it sort of pinned together because it wouldn't do up all the way. But yeah. here's the big thing as well, because she lost 16 pounds and she did it in three weeks and she talked about that in this video and people were going nuts over that as well. Some very impressed uh, that she mm. lost the 16 pounds in three weeks. Mm. And then other people... <laughs> like upset like you're a role model and this crash dieting isn't healthy and you know young women and might be you know inspired to do the same thing there's a celebrity i can't remember who it was but there's a celeb who came out was really harsh about kim speaking about the dieting what do you think about that and there's an actress like have you had to like gain weight and lose weight sort of on a crash situation at times i I'm pretty fast at losing weight and gaining yeah. weight. <laughs> like I can, okay. I can gain it as much as I can lose it. Okay, and okay. when I do, because I'm small, because I'm really short, you kind of see it more if I have a couple of pounds or if uh, I lose yeah. a couple of pounds. Some people are like, oh my God, you're really skinny. And I'm like, I'm not doing anything to I like- I only lost like one and a half pounds. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> literally an inch. But <laughs> I, I think you can really tell on me difference. And mm. also I just, sometimes I'm really active and recently, I've just not been exercising at all and sometimes it just goes so to be quite honest I don't know what to like what what is what is right and what's wrong anymore like mm. sometimes when I exercise so much maybe I eat more maybe I think alcohol is a big thing I've literally okay. cut down a lot on alcohol and I definitely think my cheeks I've gone a bit like not as chubs, I think. Oh, like a little more defined or something around the Yeah, time. I think okay. it's like, you know, when you're like swollen from alcohol the next day and then you <laughs> eat loads of food yeah. and you're like, oh, you're like a big blancmange and you're like, oh, feel uh. Yeah. So I do think cutting down and drinking has massively helped. But mm. like the drastic diets and stuff, I think they do scare me because obviously I've been to ballet school and stuff and I've, I know a lot of scary horror stories like that. But um, I know, and then people sort of do it, but then it doesn't stay off at all. Your body, that's what happened. You know, when you go to the jungle um, and you do that and your body kind of goes into a starving mode and afterwards you come out. So it's holding onto everything yeah. as much as possible. So when you, well, when you yeah. come out, you sort of eat and your body goes, oh, okay, do not do this to me again. And I think you kind of gain a little bit more. And I think you'll think, oh, this is, I've got bigger because- well, I was tiny, but that felt good, but I was weak. So there's all those weird, weird thoughts, isn't there? It just doesn't make sense. I think you've just got to be happy with how you feel. Yeah, it's like an ongoing thing for us women. I mean, guys as well. I know a lot of guys who think about their weight a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely an ongoing thing uh, for us women. And as our bodies sort of change throughout the years as well. And it's not as easy. Like it used to be so easy for me to lose weight. Like I could lose weight like that. When now, you're like twenties, so, like, <laughs> yeah, twenties is like no know. issue whatsoever. Like I just cut down on some stuff. I've lost like ten pounds, but not so easy these days. All right, so let's get to our first news story because speaking of you know what we've been doing, I was actually at this show, and of course everyone's been talking about it. This is going to excite me that you know so much, Sharon. I love this. So we'll talk (laughs) about some more details. But Paddy McGuinness um, has a lot to say as well and says that Will Smith's slap 
inspired Dave Chappelle's attacker. Okay, so Paddy McGuinness says the attacker who jumped on stage during Dave Chappelle's gig uh, that happened last week and tackled him to the ground was the direct result of Will Smith's Oscar slap. Now, talking to Twitter or taking to Twitter after the incident, Paddy posted the wrong one so British, <laughs> who attacked <laughs> Dave Chappelle on stage is, for me, a direct result of Will Smith assaulting Chris Rock at the Oscars. Following the incident with Chappelle, the uh, L.A. Police Department said 23-year-old Isaiah Lee uh, had been arrested on suspicion of assault with a deadly weapon taken into custody. Uh, Lee had had a replica gun on him with a blade. Okay, it looked like a gun. It wasn't a gun, but it had a blade. Uh, attached. And we all saw that video. I posted it on this one went viral on, on TikTok is the video of Lee being loaded into an ambulance with his arm all contorted. It's like either his head was on backwards or his arm was on backwards. Something <laughs> looked backwards. Anyway, a statement by the uh, spokesperson for Chappelle said Dave Chappelle celebrated four nights of comedy and music, setting record breaking sales for a comedian at the Hollywood Bowl. This run uh, ties Chappelle with Monty Python for the most headline shows by any comedian at the Hollywood Bowl, reaching 70,000 fans of diverse backgrounds during the Netflix or the first Netflix is a joke, the festival. And he refuses to allow last night's incident to overshadow the magic of this historic moment. Now, the incident happened as Chappelle was closing the show, uh, thanking the comedians who had performed before him, including Chris Rock. Yep, Chris was there. Leslie Jones, John Stewart. An LAPD spokesperson, spokeswoman said, a famous comedian was performing at the Hollywood Bowl, and when he finished his act, Mill jumped onto the stage, tackled the celebrity. The suspect produced a replica handgun and pointed the item at the victim. He was taken into custody and was arrested for assault with a deadly weapon. So, you know, that's the sort of... Oh, very scary. It's, yeah. It's really scary. And um, So yeah. what happened when you were there then, Sharon? What, like, what... How how did he get on stage? Well, this is how I believe it happened. So it was towards the end of the show and Dave's, you know, we thought Dave was wrapping things up, but there was one more performance to go. So uh, people were getting up because, you know, huge amounts of people there. So people wanted to beat the rush, get to their cars, um, that kind of thing, get out of the venue. And um, Dave was saying, oh, no, you know, hold on. But there were people standing up and, and walking out. And I think maybe during that moment, the security, the venue security, not Dave's security, I think they might have let their guard down a little bit. And so I was sitting close to the stage, but there was this area that was right by the stage, right? And there were maybe like eight rows of people like right by the stage, maybe 10. Yeah. And then I was they right stood behind up? that. Well, some of those guys were standing up, but the entrance ways to that area, I think because people were coming out, they probably let their guard down a little bit with regards to people coming into that area. I don't know this for a fact, but I think that's probably how he got to the stage. What I saw, because I saw, you know, people were standing up, so I couldn't see the stage really clearly at that point in time. I just saw like some sort of, you know, crazy movement, this kerfuffle going on. And then the next minute, you know, the sound and I saw Dave like flying into the air and his arms and legs were like up in the air and he fell on his back. And then this guy's like running around the stage and then security and Dave's entourage cornered him. And I, you know, saw some 
pounding going on. Um, and then Dave, you know, he's back on the microphone. Chris Rock comes out and he's like, is that Will Smith? And uh, so, and for me, so I, as long as I knew Dave was okay, like Dave was all right, seemed like everyone was all right. And it was under control to a certain extent. And at that point, I'm like, I need to, you know, I kick into journalism mode. So I'm like, all right, I need mm. to get this story out. And our phones were locked in these pouches because Dave always does that. Uh, so his shows, his, his jokes don't mm. leak, right? Uh, so I had to go out of the area, get my phone unlocked. And then I tweeted about it and I did a video about it. And um, a lot of people like picked up the story and stuff. But yeah. um, very, very scary situation. It could have been a lot worse. And thank goodness Dave was all right. But I mean, this guy had a blade on him and a replica gun. This, how, how did, did that, that get, get through? In the venue? Yeah. I mean, even a gun shape. Like, yeah. how did that get into, like, there's no searching, I assume. Is there, like, well, metal detectors? There are metal detectors. There yeah. are. And they're supposed to, you know, you're supposed to walk through. If um, the metal detector goes off, obviously, they're going to pat you down. If, you're, if you've got a bag Beacon, with you, a purse yeah. with you, they'll, like, look inside. I mean, they don't really look inside properly, right? No. They don't really. I think they, they just, just look for alcohol as well, I always think. Yeah. They're looking for alcohol. I always open my bag and think, what are you actually looking for? Because what can I fit inside this little tiny clutch? Yeah. But I suppose you like, I suppose they know. I mean, hopefully we think they're trained to know what they're looking for. But also, isn't it scary that you think that guy's been there that whole time, like sort of waiting his turn and wondering when to do it and what to do. And I just think when there's someone's got that in their thought, like I just think, oh, it's such a scary scenario. And then like yeah. comedians shouldn't be getting attacked on stage. Like nobody should be getting attacked on stage. Shouldn't this this should be a protected safe area for them to perform what they're doing. Yeah. Like, no matter if you like the jokes or not. Exactly. Like, it's, it's just, it's, it's scary. And do you, do you think that Will Smith sort of opened it up for that? Like what Paddy McGuinness is saying? I mean, the fact that Chris Rock said, Oh, that is Will that Will Smith? Smith? Yeah. It kind of does connect it, doesn't it? To thinking, well, he's, it this does. Is and one. it's not like, you know, we've heard about a lot of these incidents with, um, people running on stage to try to hit a comedian. I think that there are a lot of fragile people out there and people with ill will, people who are overly sensitive, people who have mental health issues. And I think that they look for any excuse, right? And yes, yeah, seeing someone like Will Smith go up on this big stage and all the attention that was around that, it's the biggest story in the world at that point in time, even though there are things like the Ukraine war going on. Um, but it was the biggest story in the world. So I think there are some people who, I mean, this guy, uh, apparently thought to himself, this is a great way to get attention because Dave held a secret show a couple of days later and Chris Rock was there as well. And at yeah. the secret show, Dave said that he actually spoke to this kid who attacked him, um, Isaiah Whoa. Lee. And because he wanted to know why, why did you yeah. do it? And he said, <laughs> yeah, I'd want to know. Yeah. And he asked security. He was like, listen, you know, let me speak to this guy. Like, I want to, I want to find out what's going on. And the guy said to him, well, um, it was to draw attention to my grandmother's plight because she had to move out of her neighborhood due to gentrification. 
And, but I, it seems like this kid had some mental health issues. Like apparently yeah. he was homeless at times and, and various different things. So I think the big question is, um, yes, like you said, how was it even possible that he was able to get that close to Dave? How was he able to get a weapon into the area? But yeah, I do think that Will Smith has had an impact on people. How could it not? I mean, it was on such a global scale and it's, seemed as if he sort of got away with it to a certain extent didn't it i mean uh, outside of being banned from the oscars yeah i suppose he's still an icon to a lot of people like growing up a lot of lads a lot of boys a lot of men are like he's like me i'm i'm similar to will smith and look where he is now and they can sort of not relate but you know be like put him on a pedestal and think maybe one day i'll be like him and so for him to just do that acceptably and just i suppose do go that far it has opened up people go well if he's done it then why can't I I suppose is thoughts in people's minds yeah and uh, I mean I was talking to somebody yesterday and it really got on my nerves what he said because I said I, I was telling this person I was like this is a dangerous situation for comedians in general like comedians are on edge the venues are really beefing up security and this guy's like what it was only a slap you know, it's not a big deal. It was only a slap. It's like only a slap. So, you know, that's still physical violence. Like for you to not think that's a big deal for someone to get slapped at the Oscars on this world stage, that's not, it's it's unacceptable. And unfortunately, I've seen a lot of people make that comment. It was only a slap. What's the big deal? Get over it. No one that, should I mean, get slapped at work. No, exactly. <laughs> Any yeah. Imagine, like I'd go home and cry. I'd be like, oh my God, I've been slapped. Like, what, what if we got slapped yourself? right now? <laughs> like, yeah. What if a hand just came and was like, <laughs> oh, like what? What am I doing? Yeah. I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it just, it, it wouldn't be cool. It wouldn't be cool. I mean, thank goodness Chris is all right and, and Dave's all right. And by the way, they, I think the coolest thing, I guess, about it is they can find humor in it. They're best friends. And that night when they did that, that secret show, they were joking about being attacked. And Dave was like, oh, at least you got attacked. He says something along these lines. At least you got attacked by someone like with respect in the name, <laughs> not like a homeless guy with leaves in his hair. And then uh, Chris was like, oh, what do you mean? You know, I got slapped by the softest N-word that, to ever rap. <gasps> oh, gosh. <laughs> that would be a great secret show. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Apparently Kim Kardashian was there as well. And... Uh, Diddy and a few other people. In a Monroe dress. Of- <laughs> <laughs> Probably. You know how she'll go on this, she'll she'll go through these phases and that's all she wears. <laughs> Why can't she just bring out like copies of the dresses and sell them? Like, I don't mind yeah. that. I just yeah. think. Oh, you didn't like the whole the wearing the real dress situation. I, I know we're running over time of this real quick, but I just think, I think I compare it to what actually Monroe did and how she was and what she did as a job and what she put her life through and like the risks she took and the things she did and the sadness she went through and for her to wear this dress and be so glamorous and just be like put on a front and be like, this is me. And I just think for someone to then just wear it, I don't, just don't know who is will like worthy enough to wear her dress and i just think because kim has got pictured so many times like i just why should she wear it why 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 yeah Yeah. well she just she got the idea in her head and i guess people just thought oh this is going to draw a lot of attention like ripley's believe it or not 
has the dress, right? And they're probably like, oh, well, now Kim's uh, worn this out. It's going to draw a lot of attention to us and people are going to come on and see the dress. And so I think that's what people are usually thinking, like, okay, this is going to be great exposure for us. There could be good money here, that sort of thing. Because I wasn't aware of this dress, to be honest. So that's what I don't mind as well. Like, I wasn't actually aware of that particular dress. So now you are aware. So now and you know I'm that aware of she it. She sang happy birthday to the president in that dress. Yeah, but I wouldn't have... I wouldn't no, have no. known that before. I knew she sang happy birthday to the president, but I didn't really think about the dress that she was wearing. So and I think it's kind of cool dress. in that. Yeah, it, to me, it's it sparked more interest. And I do think she looked really good in that gold dress. She looks good. Yeah. <laughs> Georgia, your face. <laughs> I'm still not quite convinced. I think I'm not quite there. Okay. Let me try to convince you as we take a break. And we'll yeah, come back okay. and see what the results are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, a brand new podcast bringing together people's real ghost, extraterrestrial and paranormal stories, as well as getting some inside details from those who study the supernatural. I'll be listening through your paranormal stories every week and try to understand them, as well as chatting about my own encounters with an occasional paranormal investigator too. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts from, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast. Just search for Paranormal Activity with Yvette Fielding. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Georgie, have you changed your mind? No, I've not changed my mind. I'm still not convinced. Mm. <laughs> I'm not very good at um convincing. The convincing. Yeah. <laughs> what have we got though? We've got a listener letter. This is from Fran. Maybe they'll convince us into something. Hope the two of you are well. I have an issue that I hope you guys can help with. I've been seeing this guy for a few weeks now and we're having so much fun together. However, I know that he's more sexually experienced than me and I'm aware of all the things he's tried out and gotten up to. (laughs) 
I worry that my inexperience makes me boring in comparison. He hasn't said anything about it being an issue, so I think it's a narrative I'm creating myself. I'm ho- I'm open to trying things, but I worry he might get tired of having to suggest stuff for us to try. What do you think I can do to gain more confidence? Am I just getting it? Am I just getting in my head? Thanks so much, both of you. Uh, I like I like what your take's going to be. Uh, <laughs> well, I think it, I could see why it could be intimidating, but I think that most men in general might lie. actually, <laughs> well, they lie, but I think that they might actually be glad, unless they're the inexperienced one, they're looking for, you know, a cougar to like show him the way. Um, I think that he would, if you were more experienced than him, he'd likely be, the one who's intimidated, right? And you know what men do when they're intimidated sometimes? They run away, far away. Yeah. yeah. And then you might (laughs) never see or hear from them again. So it sounds like you like this guy. And I'll say this, that just because he's tried all these different things, right, doesn't mean he liked all these different things. True. I don't, you know, it doesn't mean they're necessarily all for him. If he thought you were boring, he wouldn't be seeing you in the first place, would he? Yeah. So, and I think at the end of the day, it's less about you haven't done this, you haven't done that. And for him, it might be more about, well, are you willing to try this? Are you willing to to try that? Okay, you, you said that you think you might get tired of suggesting things. I don't know if guys get tired of suggesting things. Do you? I don't know. Well, I always think, this is what I think. If you're going to be with a guy for a long time, you've got to save some things because you can't do everything in one night because then what's there to, you know, look forward to? What about the rest of the years? Yeah, Yeah. You know, I always say this. I'm like, look, we've got the rest of our lives together. We don't have to do everything now. And that's a very heavy conversation to have with a man sometimes. <laughs> so, because <laughs> I think sometimes they just want to like, oh, let's like, do this. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially because so the guy was like, I'm going to hit it and quit it. And the girl's <laughs> like, oh, we've got all these years ahead yeah. of us. Like, what? Pace <laughs> yourselves, guys. Because <laughs> as well, I do think, obviously, he's done all those things and he said he's done them and he's not with those people that he's done it with so they you know he's done it tick the box sometimes I think I think you know suggestions I'm like absolutely not a chance in hell is that going in there no yeah and I think <laughs> and I think you can write to stand by you you word by that sometimes and if you know he doesn't if he dumps you or whatever for that reason then he's not worth it but I do I think you know, it might, obviously we don't know what we're talking about here. It could be extreme things like, you know, a fivesome or it could just be things that, you know, a bit, <laughs> that is are a, a bit like you're just not into. Is an orgy then? Or oh, possibly. Or is an orgy yeah. like more than five? I'm not sure. A five's a lot of people. It That's is. too much. I desperately Wait. Like, no. <laughs> that's, that's going a little tad too far. <laughs> too much going on. That's not even. I'd get distracted. No way. I'd know what's going on. Oh my god! Like whose hand? Who's what? Wait. Who does that? Yeah. Who's that attached to? <laughs> what do I do with this? What is this doing? <laughs> well, remember the guy we were talking about it last week or the week before who like slept with the prostitute and told his, oh, yeah. uh, his girlfriend <gasps> yeah. and hopefully that's not one of the things that he's experimented with but you never know you've been very vague here <laughs> and yeah and it's a bit vague we're trying to piece we need, it all together 
we need like levels of like first base or things like that you know the bases um sections but I mean I think as well if you are talking like you're thinking about it too much yourself aren't you I think you're getting yourself into a little tiz there and you're putting pressure on yourself because he he doesn't sound like he's putting the pressure on which is great it sounds like you're putting pressure on yourself and um yeah I think you need to relax a little bit also, if there is anything that just makes you feel uncomfortable, this is something I'll tell anyone, whether you're a guy, whether you're a woman, just if you're uncomfortable with it, express it. Don't be afraid to express it. And don't let anyone pressure you into doing anything. Because, you know, like you said, Georgie, it, he's not going to be the right one. Like if he's you know, trying to pressure you or he wants to break up with you over something. And guys will, women will do it as well. Sometimes people just aren't sexually compatible right that if there's something that you love in the bedroom and your partner just refuses to do it it's just not their style whatsoever you know then I mean you're either going to be completely unhappy or yeah. you're going to ditch him and move on to someone who is down with whatever this thing is and I, I do think <laughs> it's quite a big part of the relationship isn't it like being sexually connected and great and also sometimes just do the same thing again like sometimes things are so great it, you can just do it on repeat like you know <laughs> go back to that and be like oh my god I love it when you do that let's do that again like you know you don't have to do a new thing every single time because just remember that other time that, that was great and that got you there like I think that also works it does it does and and like you said you've got plenty of time to do it there are other things that can spice things up and it doesn't always have to be like this is a completely new act that you know we mm. haven't tried before um you know we've talked about this before just even just going out together hanging out together seeing each other through other people's eyes and mm. you both looking hot and all of that kind of stuff that's for you know just yeah, yeah like <laughs> those those sorts of things but um I say just, you know, relax, chill, don't think too much about it, lie back and think of England. And think of England. <laughs> Maybe even say that. That could be a new kink. <laughs> <laughs> he might like that. You never know. But, um, but yeah, I think it's more something going on in, in your head than, than his. And you never know. Like at a certain po point, you might be the super experimental one wanting to try this and try that, but he's never done before. And he might be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I created yeah. a monster. Like what is <laughs> happening here? This is a little too much. I'm not ready for that. So no, go easy on him as well, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I He'll think that um, yeah. being, being physically compatible is a a big part of that and and a lot of people live their lives in misery i this thing just always stands out to me right because i just felt this woman's pain but there was a woman who a good friend of mine told me this story but basically she married this man who she wasn't really attracted to she just wasn't really attracted to him but he was a good guy he like ticked a lot of the boxes but she just wasn't really attracted to him and she told my friend that like every single time they sleep together, she tears up because it's so oh, hard for her because no. she's just oh, not no. attracted to no. this man. Oh, that's the worst. It's the worst. And she's <gasps> that's torture. It's absolute torture. Oh, absolute torture. Why would you put yourself through that? It's a nightmare <sighs> yeah, scenario. It's a real nightmare scenario. And and now, you know, it seems like it's too far gone. I think they might have kids, but... Uh, 
and poor guy the poor guy thinks he's having a great time and she's having a great time yeah he's like he's thinking of tears of joy (laughs) you love it when i make you cry (laughs) yeah Yeah. oh that's an act yeah does that about women yeah like he cries every time he I don't For know. For men, it's a little, it's a little different. Isn't it? Maybe they can go someplace else in their mind. I don't know what they think. I wouldn't know what they think at all. Who knows? What I mean, so it- guys can, guys can do a lot of different things. It doesn't even have to be, you know, a physical human being. You can so- literally put it in anywhere. Like, yeah, I'm like looking at my swimming pool right now. I, I'll never forget the story about this man who. I guess he was in a pool alone somewhere. It was a community pool. And he decided to stick it in like the filter hole or something. Oh, of the pool. The, the, yeah. And it got stuck. <gasps> no, the suction. Yes. And he had to <laughs> wait for them to come rescue him. And get <gasps> Do you know there's a story about a man who put it in the dog and like phoned <gasps> the fire brigade? Dog. And then like, the, and then, yeah. And then the fire brigade turned up and was like, you need to put your dog down. And he was like, I can't. And they're like, mate, what's going on? Let us in the house, put your dog down. And he was like, I can't. And his wife was upstairs. I don't know if that's a real story, but apparently it, used to, it was like a... Well, I hope he story. went to jail after that because it's bestiality. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's Awful, that poor dog. But- oh, the, have you seen, did you see, have you seen Raw, the, the series that's been on telly recently on Apple? No, that sounds a little X-rated. About a duck? No, what? Oh, God. I'm going to leave you with this. We have got to go because we've finished this episode. Um, Homework. Maybe find that. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, it was a Google box. Yeah, it's raw. And there's a a few series episodes and a a woman does something with a duck. That's all I'm saying. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been Loose Lips and Shari Carpenter me, Georgie Porter's bonus episode on Friday, which is extra lippy, and we'll be back on Tuesday next week. Subscribe or follow, rate and review, and we're on Instagram at the Loose Lips Podcast. Yep, at the Missy Porter as well, at Sharon Carpenter. We want to hear from you guys. You know we do. Loose Lips at createproductions.com. We're also on WhatsApp. Send us your messages and send us your voice notes uh to 07599975375 starting with the word lips can't wait to hear from you and we will see you soon watch raw i'm gonna watch raw planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.